The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be? since I have no relations with a man. And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. This is the sixth month for her who was called barren for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. We celebrate today a great mystery, and yet, should we be surprised at this? If Eve was created without original sin, should not the Blessed Mother be conceived without it? John the Baptist was born without it. We are told that it was fitting that because of the role that she was going to play in the redemption of humanity, that the Blessed Mother would be conceived without original sin. And yet, although she has this unique grace, she nevertheless must respond throughout her life the call of God. The angel greets her as no one had ever been greeted before. Hail, full of grace. 
that greeting tells us about this woman. She is full of grace. No one before has been since the fall of humanity, since Genesis. But she must now respond to that grace as you and I must respond to the grace that we receive, to the grace that God gives to us, beginning with that same grace that we received at baptism. But her yes was always there. We hear it today for the first time in the gospel. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. But she's being asked a great many questions. She's being asked, first of all, will you give to God a body in which to suffer and die for the redemption of humanity? And her answer is yes. She's also being asked, will you stand by and watch as your son is mutilated and as he gives his life on a cross as he is sacrificed and her answer is yes and will you unite yourself completely to his own suffering and death from which you received the grace at your conception? And her answer is yes. In one way or another, the same question is asked of us. Will you give to God a body, or rather in this case, uh, yourself, for the redemption of humanity? Will you, will you enter into his sacrifice? Will you join yourself to it? Our answer must be yes, too. That's a totality of giving, though, a complete giving that we have to accept. The Blessed Mother is the perfect disciple. She's the first disciple, and we follow her as she follows him. She teaches us, as mother, what it means to be a disciple. She teaches us what it means to accept and embrace him in everything And so we come today to, in a sense, become what she became. We will take into ourselves the body and blood of the Lord. We will uh, become visible signs of his presence, and we will be transformed by him into these perfect disciples. So the question's been asked. The answer must be given. And we are now called to complete the journey we began at baptism.